0: To do some some Bible study, and uh, for 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 many it will just be a uh, refresher of uh, some things that you other know, but it will be brand new to a lot of uh, folks that's coming in. Uh, and uh, we've covered the creation already, and uh, we're talk. Uh, we was last Wednesday night we was talking about Adam and Eve, and um, uh, and the fall of man, and what got us. To the situation that we're in today, and we will continue that, Lord willing, this coming Wednesday night. Uh, we're going to get started in, uh, into the Word tonight, and you pray for us as we attempt to minister the Word of God. We're going to be going to the book of St. John, chapter 5, and we're going to read verses 37 through verse 40 as our uh, scripture text this evening, hallelujah. John, chapter 5, verses 37 through Forty, And this is what, uh, uh, what it reads like. And this is the words of Jesus doing the talking. And the Father himself which hath sent me hath borne witness of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. And ye have not his word abided in you. For whom he hath sent him ye believe not. Search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. And you will not come, uh, and you will not come to me that you might have life. Hallelujah. Amen. Search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. Jesus talking to the religious people of his days, the Pharisees and the Sadducees uh, and all that religious uh, people of his day. Let's bow our head and pray right now. Mighty God, as we come to you this evening, we thank you, God, for your word tonight. It is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our pathway. Asking you, Lord, right now to speak to us the next few moments from your word. Help us, God, to gain strength and to grow thereby. And everything's accomplished, accomplished will give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, let everybody say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. I want to speak to you tonight on the subject entitled, Knowing the Book, But Not the Author of the Book. With the day and hour that we're living in, and everything that's coming upon this world, Being so close, I believe, to the second coming of the Lord, I believe it's important that all of God's people not just know the book, but know the author of it. Amen. A lot of people know the book, but they don't know the author of the book. And I want to introduce you tonight... To the author of this great holy book. The invention of movable type and the printing press revolutionized the way that we copied and compiled books. The Holy Bible was the first composition printed in book form and has remained a bestseller since the day, since day one. And today, virtually everybody knows what the Bible is regardless if they attend church or not. Knowledge of the Bible is widespread throughout the entire world. Amen. Uh, just about every household has at least one copy of the Bible in there. And we live in a world, uh especially in America, where everybody knows about the Bible. And they know the book. And... uh Uh, there, there are, there are scriptures that people can quote who really don't even, uh, uh, serve the Lord or go to church. You know, I mean, just one off the top of my head is John 3.16. For God so loved the world. Amen. Uh, everybody knows that. Now, in the days of Jesus, the religious elite took pride in knowing the scriptures. They would even bind certain parts of the law to their bodies and wear it. The Jews back in his day had this square box that they they bound around their forehead. And inside they had a small scroll of some of the law. And they, they, they walked around through town like that. Uh, and they men they, uh, history tells us that the Pharisees and the Sadducees would, would walk around through town... Praying or or, or or quoting uh the five books of Moses and the law, and they took great pride, Amen, and knowing, Amen, what was the scriptures to them for that day, Hallelujah, Uh and uh, they knew the book, but they didn't know the author of the book, Hallelujah, Amen, and that's what Jesus was telling them back then. You don't, uh, you said. You know, you don't know the Father because if you if you knew the Father, you would know me. Hallelujah. Amen. And um, they knew the book. They thought their knowledge of the book would bring them eternal life. That's why Jesus said, go ahead and search the Scriptures. For in them you think you've got eternal life. You think just because you read this book, Amen, everything's going to be all right. You think because you can quote this book, everything's just fine and hunky dory. Hallelujah. He said, "But search them, because it's the very this is the very thing that testifies about me." Hallelujah. They thought their knowledge of the book would bring them eternal life, but Church, listen to me. But knowing the book is not what saves you. You can you can uh, take this Bible and you can memorize everything from Genesis through Revelation. All 66 books. And you can quote it like that. But you having that knowledge of the book it's not what's going to save you. It's not what's going to give you eternal life. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the Jews thought to... Um, back in that day To be saved You must know the one Who authored the book Hallelujah Amen You've got to have knowledge Of the one who authored the book Come on somebody Now, now get with me tonight And help me preach Hallelujah Amen we got to know Amen Amen uh, Knowing the book is not what saved you But to be saved you got to know the author And that is none other than Jesus Christ Can somebody say amen and what I mean by knowing him, now here's where we go where we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. Now, when I talk about knowing Jesus, hallelujah, amen, I am talking about, uh, Amen, to have a personal, intimate encounter with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. There are people who've been sitting on church pew all their life and they never and for over 40 years I've shook a lot of people's hands but you can shake my hand and mine and yours both falls off and that's not going to save you Hallelujah you can join every church in the country Amen be a part of every different denomination but that is not what's going to save you Hallelujah we have got to know Jesus we've got to know Jesus We've got to have a personal relationship with them. Now, those of you, amen, who come here, you know what I stress. Amen. And I say this a lot, and I'm going to repeat it again tonight. Amen. Listen, folks, this world does not need more religion. Religion is going to cause more souls to be damned than anything else. Hallelujah. Hey, those lunatics strapping bombs around their body, amen, blowing themselves up and a lot of other people. Do you know they do that for a religious reason? Hallelujah. They think they're pleasing Allah. Amen. And they're going to wake up somewhere with a thousand vestal virgins, amen, for their every, every, every need and care for all eternity. My Lord, hallelujah. My. Isn't it amazing? You know what? I could come up with some of the far-off-stretched doctrine and teaching that you can imagine. And there are people today who will believe just about anything somebody get up and say, but they won't follow what the Word says. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. We have got religion. It's not what the world needs. We need a relationship with Jesus Christ. We've got to have a personal relationship with Him. Hallelujah. I want to talk about that for a little bit tonight and just what exactly that means. somebody said, well, you know, uh, I know Jesus. Do you know Him? Hallelujah. Now, I knew knew John 1. But I didn't know Him. Somebody mentioned his name, I know who they're talking about, but I never met him personally. I didn't know anything about him. And a lot of people, when you mention Jesus, hey, they recognize that name. As a matter of fact, a lot of people in the world and in government and in churches and everything else, amen. They, they don't even want you to speak that name no more. I read i read it in the news just here a couple couple days ago uh he was either a principal or a teacher one total told, told child that they could they couldn't mention the bible or jesus no more couldn't talk about him hallelujah my lord amen I never would believe that this country would get the place it is hallelujah hey I, 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 I got 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 no I went there in the fifth and the sixth grade, and in the fifth grade back then, when you went in the fifth grade, the Gideons came in, and every fifth grader got a got a New Testament. Hallelujah, Amen. The class, the class, one of the classes, uh, the classes I did, I, I can remember seeing the Golden Rule printed over one of the blackboards. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But somewhere along the line, they said, no, we can't take that no more. We can't have that no more in the school because that, that, that comes from the Bible. So you don't treat others like you want others to treat you. So kids are shooting and killing kids. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. Anytime you keep God out, amen, the devil's coming in. You're creating a vacuum. Hallelujah. And if God's not there, Satan's going to move in. Hallelujah. So people say, well, you know, I I know Jesus. You know, I know Him. Do you know Him? Because number one, knowledge, true knowledge, is intimacy and produces fruit. Hallelujah. When I talk about knowing Jesus, I'm not just talking about knowing about Him. But I'm talking about being intimate with Him. And when you have an intimacy there's going to be fruit born from that intimacy. Knowledge is intimacy and produces fruit. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 4 and verse 1. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived. Amen. Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived. The scriptures are not talking about knowing of her. All right? This verse of scripture is talking about. An intimate relationship that occurred between Adam and Eve. Hallelujah. When you look at the passage, even in the King James Version, you know that when it says, And Adam knew his wife, it meant something more than he had knowledge about her, because someone had to tell him... Who she was, or maybe he might have met her as they passed by while walking down the Flaherty Path in the garden. Hallelujah. But Adam knew or had knowledge of Eve ever since he woke up after his rib surgery and said, you are bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. But now there is an intimate encounter between husband and wife, and that intimacy produced fruit. Hallelujah. So do you know the Lord? If you know Him, it means that you have a one-on-one relationship with Him. That you have become intimate with Jesus. And when you become intimate with Jesus, there's going to be fruit produced. Hello, somebody. There's a lot of people today, amen, claiming profession Christianity. Oh, I, you know, I know the Lord. You know, I got, I got saved. I go to such and such church. In my family, like that, I, I, I've got I've got some nephew. I got a, I got a, one particular nephew that I'm thinking about. Amen. He goes to a particular church in uh, in Nashville, there in the Antioch area. Amen. On Sunday morning, and everything he go goes to church and sings a song, puts money in the offering pan. Amen. And he thinks that's that's, that's going to make everything all right with him. But uh, every afternoon when he gets off work, he's down. Amen. at the beer tavern with the rest of the guys he works with at happy hour, and by the time he gets home, he's, he's walking in the door like this. But I going to tell you something. Once you get entered from Jesus Christ, your life is going to change. Your life is going to change. Hallelujah. I'm not, I'm not talking about just deciding that you, that you want Jesus. I'm talking about what the book says. Amen. You must, everybody say must, be born again. Being born again makes Amen the old man. The old things are passed away, and behold, all things becoming new. Hallelujah! Glory to God. I like a song you sang years ago. Oh, don't look for me to go where I used to go before. I don't go there anymore. I found a better way. Hallelujah! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. A lot of folks just simply, amen, don't understand they've never had a personal, a real personal relationship. You say, well, you know, I'm, I said, I about Holy Ghost, shut the preacher's hand. The preacher baptized me. And let me tell you this, especially, amen, the Pentecostal people, because, you know, a lot of Pentecostal people is about as bad as Church of Christ people when it comes to water baptism. i want to tell you something. There ain't no saving power at all right there in that. No. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not the water that saves you. It's the blood of Jesus. The Bible says without the shed blood, there cannot be no remission of sins. You, hallelujah, you've got to have the blood of Jesus applied. I thank God that many years ago, amen, as a boy, I was just seven years old, didn't know a whole lot about it. Amen, but a little old mission church my dad had in South Nashville on a Sunday night. I made my way down that altar and I began to pour my heart out to God and it felt like a thousand pounds came over of me there was a change I'm not saying I little perfect I'm not telling you that I've never done wrong after that but that night I was forever changed and I'd never be the same again and if it worked for me it'll work for you <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah when you become intimately acquainted with Jesus there will be fruit to come from that relationship which will reveal you are a child of God. Now follow me. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. This has nothing to do with you walking around with a picture of a fish. Amen. Hung around your neck. I'm not talking about going or driving around town with a honk if you love Jesus bumper sticker on your car. Hallelujah. I've been, I've been cussed out before by people that honk if you love Jesus on the, on the bumper sticker. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. It has nothing to do with that, but it's got everything to do with you having a desire, like the song Sister Darlene sings, having a desire in your heart to live your life pleasing to the Lord. I want to live because of what He did for me. And I don't want to live pleasing to God because I'm trying to live right to be saved. I'm trying to live pleasing to God because I am saved. Hello, somebody. Glory to God. I'm not trying to do the right thing every day because I'm trying to work my way to salvation. You're not saved by works. You're saved by grace. But if grace has ever been applied to your life, it's gonna, like the song that the sister sung this morning, it's gonna give you the want to, to live for God. Hallelujah. It's gonna, when, it's gonna make you want to do what the Bible says, that when you sin, hallelujah, confess your sin. Hallelujah. And He is faithful and just to cleanse you of your sins and all unrighteousness. That's what the book says. Hallelujah. You see, God has a great desire for His people to produce fruit. And it requires intimacy to do so. How? Yeah, you may be able to quote some Scripture. But do you know the One who gave the Scripture? i think about what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. He said, "...that I may know Him." that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings being made conformable unto His death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Hallelujah. That I might know Him. I want to know Him. I want to know Him more and more each day. I've got so much further to go. Amen. I, I I want to get closer to I want to be closer to him tomorrow than I was today. Hallelujah. Amen, because I have experienced that intimacy with the Lord and there, there ain't nothing that the devil can offer me out there to make me desire anything more out there than what I can get with knowing Jesus. Can anybody say Amen? amen. Hallelujah. I want to relate to Him daily on a first name basis. That is where the power is, church. People, different people say, oh man, I wanna, I'd give anything if I could get a hold some of that power like I see and I see different ones exhibiting in their life and all that. Hallelujah. I wanna get that power. I wanna get that anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm gonna tell you something. That power and that anointing comes through relationship. It comes through knowing God intimately. Hallelujah. It don't come any other way. Secondly and finally tonight what I'm talking about is the very key to being a conqueror. Knowing the Lord is the key to being a conqueror. There are many folks in the church. Now listen listen to me close right here. There are many folks in the church who have no overcoming power in their lives whatsoever. They are constantly being pushed down, walked on, and rolled over by the devil. Amen. All the time. Constantly pushed down, walked, walked on, and rolled over by the devil. But listen church, this was never God's plan for his children. It never was God's plan for you. Hallelujah. In fact, The Bible says that you are a soldier of the cross of Jesus Christ, and you are to occupy your plot of ground while you're here. know jesus and to have an intimate relationship with him because when you do that it will produce fruit this is a key for you to be a conqueror jesus don't want you to be a victim he wants you to be a victor there's a lot of people who accept defeat and they accept being a victim Are you going to walk around and be a victim of your circumstances, or are you going to be an overcomer? Think about it. Do you want to live your life here as a victim or a victor? I'm telling you, Jesus wants you to be a victor. He wants you to have overcoming power. And listen, with everything that's happened in the world and what's going on, you're gonna to have to have more God in your life to overcome in this day. More power, more relationship. Proverbs twenty-four and ten. If thou faint in the day of adversary, adversity, thy strength is small. God, my my strength. I don't have much strength, God. You know what? That's legitimate. I've been there. I've done that. I know what it feels like not to have much strength. To feel like I've been conquered by something. To feel like I've been tied up. Hallelujah. And my my strength feels strong. But there is only one way to build strength, and that is by knowing Him on an intimate basis. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you one more scripture before I close. We're going back to the Old Testament again, to the book of Daniel. And he's talking about the end times. the but the people that do know their I've given you tonight what God has placed upon my heart. I hope and pray that something I said will encourage you and, and give you a greater desire to know God on a more intimate basis. We've got to know Him, folks. We've got to be acquainted. We've got to have a relationship with Him. It's very needful in this hour in which we live. Let's everybody stand together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God.